The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You're back. I wasn't really gone. I, okay, here's the honest truth. I slept through it last week. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you're not on an episode, people come and, and check the basement. They think I've buried you in the... Just the check under the covers. That's probably where I'd be. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're back. Thank you. Welcome to Strange Familiars, everyone. Tonight will be the first of two episodes where Chad and I explore an area of Michaud Forest known as Camp Michaud. How'd it get that name? I don't know. Is this like summer camp or like long time ago revolutionary war POW kind of camp? World War II POW okay. camp. A prisoner of war camp? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, the ruins thereof. Oh, okay. It was a CCC camp in the early 1900s. It was a prisoner of war camp during World War II. And after that, it was like some church groups took it over or something. Isn't it funny how, like, the church groups move in for cheap real estate and it's like, let's put a fun time summer camp in this area <laughs> where people are prisoners of war. I mean, not to be sympathetic to enemy prisoners of war, but it is funny. <laughs> Before we get to that, I want to thank our patrons. Thank you so much, patrons. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for your support. This isn't just something I say. This is absolutely the truth. We couldn't do Strange Familiars without your help. So thank you for everything you do. If you like what we do and you'd like to get more content, you can become a patron at Patreon. It's patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. All of our patrons get commercial-free versions of the weekly episodes and two full extra episodes of Strange Familiars every month. You can become a patron at Patreon. It's patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. All right, let's get into this. On-site episode, the first part that we're doing this week was recorded almost a year ago. And then next week's is a little bit more recent. We went back in uh, in November. But I haven't even begun to edit that yet, so I'm not sure what that's going to be. We'll find you out. You were there, though, right? Oh, I was there. It was a weird night. There was crazy stuff happening. But I never know what the recorder picks up that's until, true. until I go to edit it. Sometimes more, sometimes less. Exactly. We'll see next week, but let's get to part one.
Chad's here. How you doing, Chad? Awesome. Chad's in the studio. I don't even have to phone him in tonight. <laughs> it's been a while. It has. I, has it been all the way back since when we did the Pandemonium episodes? The last time you were in the studio, I think, we, I th- were, we were running through Pandemonium and commenting on all the different Yeah, so that's sounds. what, two years, three years? Oh, my God, three years? I think maybe. It's been a while. Oh, my God. I can't believe we've been doing this. I've been doing this with you this long. Right? What is that about? <laughs> Time is flying. Yes, it is. Well, we're not here to talk about Pandemonium, but another place, another CCC camp. Yeah, yeah. Another haunted forest. You took me to this place during the day. See, you've been there more than me. So I think you got confused as to how many times we were there and, and when we were there and stuff. You took me there during the day one time. We were just, I don't know if we were going to Harry Springs or somewhere else. And you were like, have you ever been to Camp Michelle? I was like, no. And we stopped in real quick. And we kind of did a, a daytime quick, mm-hmm. quick tour, kind of walk through and everything. But then we went back at night and... That's what we'll be going over. This was from April 23rd, 2022, so almost a year ago. Yeah, I was going to say this is a, was about a year ago. And we had done, uh, I think, two or three other things the same night. This was the last thing we did. We went to Dark Hollow. We didn't go all the way in. Okay. Remember, this rem- was my foot. I had hurt my foot. I remember now. And this was like the first kind of major hike since hurting my hurting my foot. So we didn't go all the way into Dark Hollow. We went like, I think, three quarters of the way. Yeah. Right yeah. That's a, that's a haul. Then we went somewhere else. Did we go down to Pond Bank that night? We went somewhere else. Camp Michelle was the last thing. We, we, did we, didn't, go, we didn't go to um, Harry Springs that night, did we? We might have. I know we did. We, we did, did three things. We, maybe we went to Pond Bank. And I know Camp Michelle was the last thing we did. Yeah. We were kind of tired. Yeah, I sound exhausted. There'll probably be more than two shows, but there's two shows. We went back again in November of 2022. I haven't gone through that audio yet. That was a crazy night. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit about that after we talk about this. So Camp Michelle, we explain it on the recording, was a CCC camp, was a POW camp, then was a like a Christian day camp yeah. kind of place. Yeah, I think up to the 70s. When's the first time you went? Years ago. Years ago. I've been there a couple times. I've camped behind it. Yeah, so the, the AT, the Appalachian Trail, is not too far from there. The AT actually goes up behind it. It goes around, comes up around the back, and then it actually crosses the road mm-hmm. up the hill. So Camp Michelle is literally on Camp Michelle Road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, it goes up a hill, if you remember. And the AT goes around the back of it and then comes across the road above the camp. It might have been partially on the grounds. I mean, the AT didn't exist. Well, yeah, it did exist then because it was back in the 30s. Yeah. But it, the AT's been rerouted multiple times. That's true, too. So it might have been there in the 40s when it was a World War II camp. But also Sunset Rocks Trail kind of goes through Camp Michelle. Okay, is that the one we kind of walk down to get to? We, you go through Camp Michelle, and then you go across that bridge, mm-hmm. and then you hit Sunset Rocks Trail, and that takes you to a shelter. There's actually a shelter way in the back okay, behind Camp Michelle, and it's called Tom's Run Shelter because a creek that flows by Camp Michelle is called Tom's Run. Mm-hmm. 
and we have camped multiple times back in that shelter. So that also is an area where as I was hiking in one time, this was years ago, back through Sunset Rocks Trail, I went past Camp Michelle, and it was early in the morning. I was going to gather material, told poplar bark, and actually saw a mountain lion. Oh, really? What I think was a mountain lion. So whenever I say I saw a mountain lion in Michelle, that's where it happened. Oh. So, so multiple weird stuff has happened <laughs> yeah, yeah, in that area. When you camped there, did anything strange ever happen? No. Not that you were... Yeah. No, no. And this was before I even met you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, nothing that I can remember ever happened strange other than, you know, we were camping literally in freezing rain. Mm-hmm. And the one guy we ended up camping with was a little bizarre. But <laughs> <laughs> but no, not that I can think of. Also in that area, it used to be a farm because mm-hmm. there was a a barn literally across the road from the yeah. from the camp, and that used to be part of uh, the ironworks. It was for the ironworks. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. So people have been living in that kind of, I guess it's kind of a valley. Would you call it a valley? Well, there's the one mountain. Yeah. It, it, I guess it, it would yeah. be, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I've been living there for a while. And it's not terribly far from... The furnace there from uh, no no it's it's up from Pine Grove Furnace Pine Grove Furnace sorry yep. I, was, I was grasping for the name yep. I was going to get it it's a little ways from Caledonia but no mm-hmm. it's very close all right but let's go ahead and play this intro one thing I want to say is this was one of your uh, creaky boots yes time. this is when I had just gotten the boots they weren't quite broken in so so, so there's, there's there's some creaky boots and there's bullfrogs mm-hmm. and there's peepers mm-hmm. so. When you're listening for anomalous sounds, take that into consideration. So this is part one. We get there, we read, I think, the sign there, and we kind of go back into the camp. So we are at Camp Michaud. And uh, if you have the Strange Familiar's High Strangeness Tour shirt, it's on the back. We've been here before. I don't think we recorded when we were here. Or if we did, we never published it. This is a uh, World War II POW camp, or the, the ruins thereof. It was a CCC camp before that. was a church camp after that. After it was a World War II camp. See if I might just read this sign for the listeners here. This is the site of Pine Grove Furnace, Prisoner of War, Interrogation Camp, 1943 to 1945. Here the U.S. War Department operated a clandestine facility where military intelligence officers interrogated enemy prisoners. During its 30-month existence, thousands of German and Japanese prisoners were questioned here in an attempt to learn about the Axis war effort and the development of new weaponry. From 1787 to 1919, the site was a farm serving the iron industry. The Civilian Conservation Corps operated Camp S-51PA here from 1933 to 1942. Following the war, it became Church Camp Michaud. 1946 to 1972, a cooperative effort of the United Church of Christ and the United Presbyterian Churches. The area is now a protected area within Michaud State Forest. So it's a historical area. Here's the first house. 
that's like the ground floor would have been here would have been up off the ground mm -hmm. that was a support <coughs> for the floor that's why the steps are up there do a ghost box session here one time it's always with me but I don't, I don't have it on my person currently I don't have my headphones with me yeah it's alright with some other time it's getting late anyway I'll do kind of a quick jaunt here well, what I want to show you is off this trail a little bit up to the spot you never were at yet. when we get up there you need to be careful because if you fall into the pond you're done Cool. <laughs> That's the medallion. It's hard to read, but it says like POW and all that on, on it. This is actually an old road. It's black top. Enjoy. Do not destroy. I showed you the fountain, right? Uh, I think so. There's pieces of the... Uh, yeah, yeah. We came in from... Did we come in from the back side of it? No, we always came in from this way. All right. It looks different at night. Yeah. There's pieces of the uh, of, uh, flag in the fountain. Yeah. So there's a spot where the dam diverts the water. And there's a... That was definitely something moving through the woods. Spot where the dam diverts the water. There's an old pond in there, and there's actually a basement. And down in that basement is actually like an old cabinet or something like that. I've gone down in, and the last time I was here, there was freaking voices coming out of it. That was during the day, right? During the day. First, where we're entering is where there's the noise. that way it's up this way more. So that part ends with a bullfrog pretty prominently mm -hmm. and I'll just go ahead and play the bullfrog three times. That's what that sound was but we'll go ahead and play it here. All right, so you specifically wanted to go to this one place that you'd been to before. Mm -hmm. I guess it's maybe a pool, or I was calling it a cistern. It's, it's it. I've been trying to figure out like on the map what it used to be, mm -hmm. and I I think I got an actual map of the place. And at the time, I thought it what it was was a cistern because there's like a system of dams. Yeah, that multiple dams on Tom's run. One of them still stands, so when you walk there, it looks like a little waterfall. And that would def direct the water up, because that was the source of water for the camp, mm -hmm. was the creek. There was a swimming area down by the uh, creek, which was another dam. And with all the multiple pipes and all that, they were sticking out of the ground and all there. I thought that was where their cistern was, where mm -hmm. would deflect the water. But I think now, as I've done more research, I think it's a pool. Wow, it's, now, a, it's not a Big pool. No, 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 no. Well, 
you know, it's been, I don't know how many years. Yeah. So I don't know. I have to do a little more research, but it's either they're part of the water system or it's part of the pool. Mm -hmm. One of the two. Mm -hmm. I'm sure one of the viewers might know. And if they do, that would be awesome if they contact us and give us a better idea because just with all the multiple research we do on different topics, I that's something I still am trying to get a better feel for. Right. And it's hard to explore that place in the summer because it gets so overgrown. Mm-hmm. So overgrown. Yeah. So we're making our way around the camp and we were kind of heading towards that cistern area because you had had another experience kind of recent to that mm-hmm. when we got there. So let's just play this next section and then we'll play in a little clip after that. So you end that section saying, what was that? And as far as I can tell, this is what you were talking about. Any clue? No clue. Yeah, that one is bizarre. Yeah, that one stumped me. And when you're listening to the footage before you play it three times, you can actually hear it pretty clearly because I was on my way here, I was listening to it in my vehicle and I could hear it over the speakers of the car. And I'm like, what is that? You know what I mean? To me, when I first reheard it, I was Mm -hmm. like, it sounded almost like like a cough of a mountain lion or something like that. So I was listening to those noises. Wasn't that, um, it's a little too lower pitched, but it sounds like a grunt or a growl or something like, it's definitely not one of the bullfrogs. Let me play it again. Yeah. Yeah, that's a stumper. So I don't remember if when I said what what the F is that, if that was I heard, because that actually happened after I heard after I heard something. So okay, so that's the the thing I pulled out after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if I heard a no- something walking mm-hmm. or if I heard another call. There's definitely a, a part in there where you said, you know, I heard something walking. I mm-hmm. couldn't pull that out. I couldn't couldn't Yeah, there was audio. a lot of noise, background noise. But yeah, th- this one is, that's an, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that is definitely a head scratcher. Yeah, I don't know. All right, we're continuing to this area with the pool slash cistern slash uh, stagnant water. What, yeah, oh yeah, it's pretty nasty. What you hear? Deer tracks there. Let's get this back. We'll definitely know when we're near it because we'll hear water running. 
And at the end of that clip, I just have this labeled as EVP1. You can hear movement. I think that you hear us moving. That's not what I'm talking about. Kind of like a whispery sound with it. And it just stood out to me. I I don't know if that's anything. And that that was as we were entering the area. I think so. I think we're getting closer. Yeah, we weren't at the hole yet. Yeah, we're getting closer to it. Oh, yeah, I'll just play it again for the listeners. Might be nothing, but again, it's not the movement. It's that kind of whispery. Now, to me, that almost sounds like another growl that kind of matches it might be. the second clip that you're playing. Yeah, it really might be. I don't know. I, you know, I, To I, me, that's what it sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. All right, so we get to this pool, cistern, whatever area. So, so what it basically is, is it looks like a dam. Mm-hmm. in the ground like a concrete dam and then it has like a pad yeah. and on the other side of that dam is it just is some of the nastiest water just stagnant stagnant still water still water and then under that pad is a room yeah that's underground yeah a basement or something like that so when you go to the other side of it there's a hole there which i think actually were a set of steps because the dirt that goes down there goes at an angle. So yeah. I think there was a set of steps and the dirt had just worked its way. To there may steps. be steps under that dirt. I think so. Yeah. That's what yeah. I think. Yeah. It's made out of cinder block. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at that down inside there, you see a room. And then there's water always constantly building up and it floods into that room mm-hmm. underneath there. And then down inside there is an old like cabinet. Almost like, I don't want to call it like a, a set of shelves, but it's almost like something like you'd see in like a medical cabinet or something. Mm-hmm. Or like if you had like one of those things in your kitchen that had like a cupboard and then also a set of shelves. Yeah. And then like an old metal chair. And then there's just mud all over the bottom of it. Yeah, I think one of the two times we were there, it was really filled up. Mm-hmm. Like really filled mm-hmm. up. Uh, how far in... You went down. Did you actually go in before? The or? first time I went down there, I went all down to the bottom. I did not go into, like I went down to the bottom of what would have been the steps. So it'd be like if you ascend, a step. Uh, if you have a set of the cellar steps outside your house, mm-hmm. I ascended, the, went down to the bottom of the cellar steps, and I was at the very tip of that room. And I just couldn't get myself to go into the room because it's just not, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of my idea of magnet fishing that area? I think it's a good idea. Yeah. I'd, I'd be curious to see what, what we pull out what of we there. Pull out. Now, are you talking on the other side of the little dam? Or are you talking, no, I was like, talking of the room. The room? Yeah. That'd be interesting. I'd just throw that magnet in there and yeah. pull out and see what we pull out. But, yeah, I, I was in there, and it just didn't feel right. And then I tried to get out, and it was hard as heck to get out. Yeah, you said you had to be helped up? Yeah, yeah. My friends helped me out. I think it, it was... It was my cousin, me, Tom, and another friend of mine, and we were hiking in, and we just kind of we were exploring the uh, the ruins because mm-hmm. it's pretty big. I mean, I, at that time, I hadn't really explored that part of the ruins mm-hmm. of the camp, and I went down inside there, and they actually had to help me get out because I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't get out. So, and there was a time between that and this time that we're talking about this time from last year, April twenty third, twenty twenty two. You had been. During the day, I think. Yeah. And you just met a random stranger or something on the I was, trail, didn't I you? was out hiking, and I was 
gathering materials. I was getting some work because there's a, a big groove. There's, I can get, it's one of them spots where I can gather like a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. like different barks, different stuff that I use for, you know, the woodsman stuff I do. Right. So it's, it's a, it's easy access. I can get in there and get a lot of stuff in a short trip. I don't have to hike miles and miles or, you know, and I went up there to check it out and I ran into this person and, and they were there and, and this guy was like, yeah, he goes, this place is weird, you know, and it was making weird noises coming out of the hole in, during the day. And it just had a very odd, strange feel to it. Yeah. You know, and it, and it sounded like there were voices coming out of this hole and, and, and this were, was broad daylight. This was broad daylight. It was like one o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. They were just like, this doesn't feel right. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, they were there mm-hmm. exploring it when I got there. Oh, okay. There. So they were, okay. They were there. And I was just like, well, you know, why are you checking this out? They go, well, I was checking out the ruins and, you know, and I thought it was you yelling. Oh, okay. Or whatever. So, you were so this person heard their voices before yes, you Yes, oh, yes. Wow. So there was more than one person that heard the voices. Oh, they okay. thought they heard voices. And then I came up and I'm like, hey, how's it going? And they're like, were you yelling? I'm like, no. And they're like, well, I keep hearing voices from this hole. Wow. And I look down inside there. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been down in there. I said, it, this place, this little spot. Yeah. It's a spot, really. We shouldn't even call it a place because it's a spot. Yeah. And what I guess it's what? What would you say? It's like 30 yards by 30 yards, if even that? Uh, yeah, I guess so. It's yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not huge. Because the rest of the camp doesn't have that feel to it. Not that feel. Not No. No. There was, now I'm getting confused. I don't remember if it was the first or second time we went going into, I think it might've been the second time we went. I know what you're talking about. As we were walking That was the it. second time. There, yeah, there was- That was the second time. Kind of creepy stuff happening mm-hmm. around us. Mm-hmm. That was I, the I, second time. Mm-hmm. That's when it got a little off the wall mm-hmm. and things were more active. But most of the time, the rest of the camp- Even that time, when we got to the pool, mm-hmm. it was way crazier yeah. than- the other areas. Yeah. It's just kind of going into it. There was some stuff. It was bizarre. But no, this guy was like really weirded out. And I'm like, well, you know, just strange things happen, you know. And I didn't tell him who it was or anything. Mm-hmm. He didn't know who I was. I was just some yeah, random just, hiker. Yeah, just somebody you met. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, this is a, a bizarre place. So I got a little experience with this kind of stuff. I said, this just doesn't feel right. And they left. And I hung around a little bit just trying to figure out. And I thought I heard people talking like further down on the trail because it's, it's not that far from the kind of main trail mm-hmm. really. Yeah. And there was nobody there. So it sounded like it was coming from out of the hole. And this was one o'clock in the morning or in, in, during the day. In the afternoon. Yeah. In the afternoon. Wow. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a weird place. It is really weird. It's a weird place. All right. So this next section is us at that area. At the spot. At, yeah. At, at this spot with the pool cistern. And yeah. The, whatever it is. The underground room. Let's go up around this upper section and we'll drop down into it. I know it's up here somewhere. It's just, it's hard to find it at night. Not trudging through a freaking swamp, you know what I mean? Yeah. Watch this wall. 
because I originally found it was home. Scream. I heard a growl, but that could have been a bullfrog. Yeah, this is it here. Down. The holes over here, the basement's over here. Be careful, sir. What am I being careful? Like holes like that, there's wells here too. And you don't want to fall the hell in that. Here's the basement. This is a room below us. Yeah, I can hear it's hollow. down in there you can see the uh right there's the old cabinet if you get down low you can see down in there it's a room see it yeah so I've gone down in there twice and then last time I was in there I was getting good audio right up here yeah go ahead Last time I was here during the day, you could hear voices down inside there. down that at one. This area is freaky. This is like a freaky spot. Casey and I shine off of frogs in the in the pond. Oh yeah? Yeah. I think it's frogs. 
I don't know how deep this is, and I don't want to find out. Yeah, me either. Watch my back, I'm gonna get a little bit more audio here. Now. time I go to go down in here, that's when it gets... Yeah, let's not do that right now. <laughs> yeah, see now I just, I'm getting weird vibes yeah. coming up from there. View? Yes. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, that's why I said let's not do that right now. I'm just not, I'm not feeling it. I got every hair standing on my end now. Yeah. Go this way, so we'll take a skirt back down the trail. The way out. Yeah, whatever's in there doesn't like to be disturbed. Watch the hole. This is very much walk where I walk, okay? Mm -hmm. Peepers just like picked up all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you go that, keep going that way, that will take you to the creek mm -hmm. where the bridge is that goes across for the dam. So the dam pushes the water up to there, and then that was that fed the waterworks for all this place. And this is the way out. This looks different than the Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I wasn't that creeped out until we got to there, to that basement. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. The rest of the, the camp's okay. It's that spot. I mean, yeah, it's a little creepy, but it's, it, it wasn't like that got overwhelming. Like that was, That's what I said. That's yeah. what happened during the day. So I went to go down. I've been down in there twice. The first time, I, that's, that's an old pond. That's the swimming hole. That's where they would swim. First time I found that, I went down inside, and I had to have the guys pull me out. I couldn't get back out. And then the second time I tried to get back in there, that's when it got freaky. I was hearing more voices, and then I just had that same feeling that we just had back there. Where, uh, it feels fine now. Yeah, there was definitely a get out vibe there. I think it's funny, twice I tried to go down, each time I tried to go down, the alvute is just... Yeah. What's that? A synchronicity or what? 
my gut and my feelings and that's definitely whatever's there is not friendly either. Yeah, it was like I said, I, I seldom have I got to get outside. And when you started to go down in there, that was like it just got like full like get the hell out of here. That's <laughs> twice it's been like that. Once during the day, broad daylight. Yeah. Like one o'clock in the afternoon for all daylight. Now I'm gonna theorize. Where do you think the interrogations happen? <laughs> Maybe. I, yeah, I don't know. A lot of people just think that Japanese prisoners were here. They wouldn't think that Germans were here, but there were Germans here. As you read. Yeah. I know there was a local legend that two of them escaped, but they didn't get too far. They got in the mountains, and after a while, they, they came back. <laughs> My dad grew up across the street from that. POW camp. Maybe? Yeah, in Maryland. Across the road, that could have been an animal. Those eyes. The old house is up here. What's left of the barns up there? So this is the old farmstead. Right what did you feel? Um. So we were walking through the main part of the prisoner camp, and it's a little creepy, but just kind of regular, just nighttime in a weird area, kind of creepy, right? Right. Not like... Nothing we haven't dealt with before. And then... When you found the trail to it, before you even said, this is the place, I, my heart sunk. I went, ugh. <laughs> and then you said, like, this is the place. I kind of I kind of already knew from my feeling. Honestly, I was like, I bet that's the place. Before you even said it, I'm thinking that. And you're like, oh yeah, this is the place... And we walked up to it, and I was already on edge. I was on edge the minute we got there. But not, not like, uncontrollably. You know what I mean? Like, right. just, just, like, pay attention on edge. You know, like, keep your wits about you. That's why I asked you to watch my back when I held the recorder down. Mm -hmm. I just didn't feel right. No, it, it, it unnerves you. Yeah, but then when you started to walk down in there, I just got this feeling just like, no. Exactly. No. No, no, no. And I, that's why I was like, let's not do that right now. I, you could probably hear it in my voice, maybe on the recording. I was like, let's not do that right now. 
and I'm glad you agree with me because you were just like, yeah, I don't think I, yeah. Was that be now? Let me ask you. And yes. then I got the feeling like you, you go enough of you two here you after know? the second time I tried. Yes, yeah. Because I tried twice. Yeah, yeah. It was the second time that was like really like like let's not. Yeah. And I didn't. It didn't even occur to me that the owls were the owl was sounding off at the exact same time both times you tried to go down there. So were you unnerved because of the owl, or were you just no because of the feeling coming out of that hole? Yes, yeah, yeah. It felt like there's something in there that we don't want to discover right now. Exactly. Exactly. Both times I've been down in there. The first time I, I didn't go into there. I never went into there because it's full water. Uh huh. The floor, like the water from that pond, goes into it's like that seeping into it into yeah. the basement. You can hear it go. It like rushes. Uh-huh. I got to the edge of where the doorway was the first time when I was with my friends. And I had to help those, those guys had to help me get the heck out because it's hard to get out. The second time I went in there, the, the second time I went to there during the day, this first time I was here at night. I went up there and I, it sounded like there was voices coming out of the of the hole. Now, right away, I'm thinking it's just water running. Right. Because, you know, water running can sound like voices. So I tried to go down in, and I couldn't get myself to go down in. Like, I had that feeling like, nope, don't do it. I tried twice, and then on the second time, I was like, yep, time to leave, because it just felt menacing. Yeah. Menacing's a good word it was. It. it was very menacing. Yeah. Whatever's in there is not nice. Yeah. And that, that's a good word for it. And... Like I said, it's and it's a different get out than like so like when we say it's time to go at site seven, it's kind of a, just a mutual thing. Like yeah, I think we're done, right? It's usually not not like we got to go now, right? Unless it huffs at me well, or yeah, something like yeah. that. You, but I'm saying usually, like, yeah, mo- usually. like most times, it's just like an agreement. Like yeah, I think it's time to go. You know what I mean? It's not like let's hop in the truck and get the out. If the truck had been within ten feet of that, I'd have hopped in the truck and said, "Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> like. Because, yeah, that was not a pleasant place. Now, do you think that bear's coming back? Yes, I do. It's our job. I'm, I, like, it's, like, my heart <laughs> sinks as I, say, as I say yes. We need to go back. Because it's like, ah. Uh. Yeah, it's... But, yeah, it's my job. So, yeah. But we also need to pay attention to our gut. Like, there's no well, reason. Yeah. Like, if we're both getting the feeling to get out, there's no reason for That's us the second time I've had the feeling like it's time to, to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever was in there was like, I don't want messed with. Get out of here. Yeah. And you have to get without, out, and it's not just the hole. You got to get out of the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. But that was weird that the owl hooted yeah. each time I tried. Yeah. And it was loud. Oh, yeah. It was a very loud owl. Loud hoo. Yeah, you know, no, yeah, it was a very loud owl, and I couldn't tell. It sounded like it was coming from the ma- one from the mountainside, from the creek side, where where there's a mountain up against the creek there, mm. but it was loud. Yeah, and hopefully you caught movement movement of whatever was in the w- woods there when we were walking along the creek. Yeah, that was weird. We went in there, we saw nothing. No, so. Odd little place. Yeah, it is. It's I, interesting. I think we have another spot to... Yeah, we got to poke at it a little bit. 
see what we respectfully poke at him. Yes, <laughs> as Tim does a bow as he says, uh, <laughs> "No, I'm not gonna. I want to be respectful to the you know because it's a historical site. Right, right, yeah. Once again, you can come visit the place, but I there's maps and stuff. I know where they are, so I'm going to pull up maps so we can know exactly what we're looking at there. So I think that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Agreed. Every time, and it's hard to pick this out in the recording. Mm -hmm. I remember this as I was editing these. Yeah, you mentioned it. Every time you try to go down in there, an owl would go off. I know. Very forceful, very loud owl. And he said, every time, he's like, every time I try to go down there, I didn't want to spend any time in this area that no. night. I remember no. I was just like, nah, this is not good. Whatever is going on here, this mm-hmm. is, I'm not feeling good about this. On our subsequent visit, we went, and in fact, we went, I think, got the ghost box and went back. You know, so we spent a lot more time in that area in our November visit. Mm-hmm. But on this visit, maybe it's because I was tired. It was, like I said, it was the last place of, of three places we went, but I just was not really feeling it at all. No. Every time you tried to go down there, this owl would sound off. I was able to pull one instance of the owl out. So... It was very loud. It was very close. I'm not saying it's not an owl, but that owl was loud. It was forceful, and its timing was immaculate. It was very uncanny. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Another sound I pulled out of that, and I just called this a submarine bleep. You know, it sounds like in a movie when, when you have the submarine, they have that the sonar. Yeah. Sound. Yeah. The sonar noises. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Here it is. That's weird. That was in that area. Now, could that have been a distorted owl hoot? Maybe. I mean, but I don't know. That is a weird one. Yeah. It has that kind of tone. You know what I mean? Maybe. But it still has like a little beeps before it and after it. That's what. Yeah. That's a bizarre one. Yeah. I don't remember hearing that at all. No, I didn't hear it until we... I mean, we didn't comment on it. It's just the sound I pulled off. Where was that at to context it? When was that? That was in the... We were recording, and I was trying to get audio of just the water flowing down just because it sounded So you were cool. near the hole. Yeah. 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 We call it the hole, but it's a stairwell, I guess, yeah. really was what it is. Yeah, it was near that. Oh, so weird. Or it was... I mean, we were right there. It was just... Mm-hmm. I think I was getting the better recording... Away from a, it a little a, bit. Yeah, yeah little not bit on top of it. Yeah. So I was just kind of holding it, and I, I, I think it was when I asked you to watch my back, so I just wanted to get some mm, some I remember. audio. I remember. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, but it's like, that's a weird sound. I mean, if there was an owl down in the hole, <laughs> I would say, you know, yeah, maybe that's it. You know what I mean? Because it's got that echo of that but of no, the chamber. It, it, what's weird is the noises that come from it, you can hear them further away than if you're up on top of it. Mm. So if you're on, on it, honestly, when I'm standing on it, or like if I'm standing beside it, looking, listening down inside, it almost sounds like 
voice is talking. Mm-hmm. Now, I chalk that up to water running. Right. Because sure. water can mm-hmm. sound like voices. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it's like more of a like a almost like a toilet flushing because it, it's like the the water builds and then it just. Mm-hmm. But you hear that kind of almost like voices. But when you're away from it, I don't know, five, ten feet, you really can hear it. Mm-hmm. coming yeah. out so yeah. i don't know if that's just because of the way the sound travels there but it's it's i don't know yeah i i don't know that's Spe- a different one speaking of uh bleeps and blips i have this uh just i ha- have it camp show blip that's what i called this it's another sounds like maybe a electronic kind of sound And that one's deeper. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that might be something hitting something or yeah, maybe yeah. peepers tend to go peep, peep, though. They don't tend to just yeah, hit one peep like that. But maybe it's that. But Now, just to mention something, it, mm-hmm. I mentioned there was a shelter mm-hmm. far from that or near there. But the sound, it's not that close that you would hear people from the shelter. Mm-hmm. Right, it's right. back in a ways. Mm-hmm. The sound wouldn't travel through those woods to there. I mean, could it? It would have to be a really, really loud noise mm-hmm. to travel that distance. Yeah, I think it would be clearer that it was that was from there. Yeah. So the last clip I have, I just have it. Unknown voices. I don't know if it's actually voices. This is, I think, as we were going away from that, area, mm-hmm. headed back to the vehicle. In the background. Yeah. Yeah. And you can hear one little peep in there, too. Yeah, there's a peeper, definitely. Let's keep playing. I let it play a couple of times. And there was nobody else there that night. No. No. So, that, yeah, that was our first visit. It was interesting. I have not listened to the audio to our November visit yet, so I don't know if there's sounds to pull out, but we can give a preview a lot crazier the second time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) A lot crazier. Yes, very much so. I don't know. We got sounds. Again, I don't know if they're on the tape, but we we definitely heard sounds. Mm -hmm. We smelled something that kept coming back. Uh, we would leave the area and go back. It was just in that area. Mm-hmm. As soon as we walked in the area, we smelled it. Yeah, and then we would leave and come back. It'd be there. And nowhere else in the camp because we had to walk through the camp to get back to the trucks. We went to go get the ghost box, remember? Mm-hmm. Came all the way back to do a ghost box session there and smelled it again. Mm-hmm. Had a really interesting ghost box session that seemed to address specifically that hole in that area. Yeah. And I hope the sounds we heard, I hope some of them are on there. Again, I haven't listened to it yet. I'm going to edit it for next week. But hopefully some of the sounds we heard, we captured. If not, we have a story to tell either way. Yeah. 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 I think there was lights, too, before we went in. I think, yeah. And remember up up was, in the tree. Yep. That by the truck, we kept seeing. Is That that was before we even went in. And after. Yeah. Because we were standing around just talking mm-hmm. before we got back. Sorry, we told something that we shouldn't have told, but well, that's okay. okay. It's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the whole camp was active that time. Yeah. Was, but that, 
that area. Oh, that's, that, that area is something. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's other buildings. Like, there's another kind of ruin. Remember? Cause there's like, all kinds of ruins. But, I mean, there's, like, the, where the you can kind of climb into the sort of, I don't know if it's the basement or the lower floor of it or something. Yeah, it used to be. A, and, and I was like, oh, let's stop here. And I thought I'd get the same kind of feeling. And it really didn't. No. It was just, you know, I climbed under there and stuff. And there wasn't, there wasn't much to it. But, no. yeah, there's a... Uh, that's areas, and it's it's not nice. That area is not nice. Like we we even say that like the fueling that spot's not yeah nice. And uh, when I was listening back to it when you sent it to me, I was like, wow. The, I think I even mentioned it on the recording. I said the peepers and all that got really crazy when we had the fueling to leave. It was like everything kind of built up, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. So. Hopefully you'll be back next week, Chad. Yeah. We can discuss our second visit to the area. Yeah. And I th- I think we're going to do more. Oh, yeah. Th- this this is something we were kind of holding on to, but... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, well, we knew we were going back. That's the first part. You're like, wait, we go back again before you publish that episode. Mm-hmm. So then pandemonium part, you know, your your return trip to pandemonium <laughs> happened. And, and yeah. uh, I just never got to editing this. So we'll talk to you next week, Chad. Hopefully yeah. we'll have a lot more audio to go through. Yeah. We'll see if we phone me in. Yeah. <laughs> E.T. phone home. <laughs> hey, what's going on at Ruck Rabbit? Anything good? Uh, we're going to be going up to Lock Haven April 15th. We're going to be going... Actually, Morris, Pennsylvania is the name of the town. There's a uh, really awesome store up there called Nesmux. Mm-hmm. And the guy, it's just like an old time... I don't. I guess you could say hardware store because he's got like old guns and traps and backpacks. I mean, it just looks like something from the twenties or thirties. It's just really cool. Knives and axes and the whole nine yards. You wouldn't like the, any of that stuff. No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Fishing supplies, whatever. He literally lives in the region where Nesmuk used to wander. Mm-hmm. Nes- just for the listeners, Nesmuk is one of my like inspirations. He used to be a um, an outdoorsman and writer from the late eighteen hundreds. Okay, so he, he kind of. Just- Started writing about what you do now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he was he's also like kind of the father of the ultralight movement because he was such a little guy, mm-hmm. and uh, he always did backpacking and canoeing. You know, back then everything was heavy mm-hmm. leather and all that, and these canoes were heavy. So he's famous for um, making really lightweight canoes uh, that he would use and portage around up in the Adirondacks. Okay, very prolific writer. He wrote a book I think it was called Woodcraft and Camping. Or camp, no, woodcraft and camping. Caphart's is camping and woodcraft. <laughs> and um, the other guy. Yes, yes. He predates Caphart. He's famous for that. He was also a poet. He wrote a book called Forest Runes. And I love the poems from that. I like his writings and all that. And he was also one of the first people that realized in the late 1800s that we were losing our woodlands here. Mm. And all that, you know, back in his day, they were really logging everything heavily. And he's, and he even says in his one book, he's like, yeah, he goes, where I camped, it's now nothing but devastation. Wow. And, you know, but he wrote for like the early like field and stream and all that, Mm -hmm. you know, he was into that trying, you know, get out, Mm -hmm. go camping, you know, it's healthy for you and all that stuff. So he's very... Very inspirational. Sorry. So that's Nesmux. So yes, you're, sorry. You're going to this place? Yes, I'm going to this place. It's called Nesmux. They have a, a spring gathering. So I'm going to be there. I'll probably be doing some demonstrations, uh, selling some stuff, you know, axes and wool, all our normal retinue, knives and all so that. Where can people find information on that? Um, look on Nesmux hardware store or whatever on um, Instagram. 
And it's the Nesmuk Spring Gathering. It's April 15th, and it's up near Morris, Pennsylvania. So right. Try to send me the link. I'll put it in the show yep. notes. I will do if that. If anybody's interested. Rumor has it you're going to have some cold-handled pans coming up. Yeah, oh, I got a lot of them, actually. <laughs> yeah, so I'll probably have some cold-handled pans there, too, to sell. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of people like them. They're nice because you season them like a cast iron. It cooks similar to cast iron. But they don't weigh nowhere near as much yeah, as cast really iron. Really light, easy to. to yeah, they're they're up. really cool. So you're using an old pan, but you're not carrying this six pound lump of iron into the woods with you. I was making a joke because I always keep an eye out for those yep. chads. Uh, I found them some. They're sitting right by us. That, yeah. that was he, my joke. About you're it. one of the guys that that get some of the inventory from us. So yeah. let us know what's out there. But we'll have that. I still have some of the blankets left. Okay. There's only three left. They're super nice. These are super nice wool blankets. They were. A limited run. I don't think we're ever going to do it again. Oh, wow. It's a special color. One guy bought two of them. He loved the first one, and he actually bought the second one. And I know they're a little expensive than normal, but these things, they're queen size, and they're very thick wool. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you felt it. Uh, yeah, you've seen super it. warm. They're nice. Very so. nice. All right, Chad. Thank you. Thank you. Foil printing. That's what this is called. When we had the other one, Allison, I called it metallic printing. Mm-hmm. I looked it up. It's it's foil printing. Okay. Foiled again. <laughs> and this is Aubrey North. Aubrey North has done many of these prints. The artist. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's who did. The previous one we sold wasn't signed. Oh, okay. But I think we got them like at roughly the same time. So maybe they're from the same artist. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe. Yeah. In any case, this is a larger foil print. It's framed in a metallic frame. You said before that these don't, you can't reframe anything in these. No, if I think these are the kind that like you destroy the, the image if you try to take it out of there because mm-hmm. it's all glued together. But it is framed. Yeah, you can hang it by the little uh, easel back kind of thing in the back or rest it somewhere. Yeah, I believe this is a barn out. Yeah, it's bigger. Is it like 11 by 14 maybe? I didn't measure it, <laughs> but... Yeah, <laughs> in that range. I'll put the sizes in Etsy thing, and I'll put an image of this in the show notes, and if you click on that, it'll take you to our Etsy shop where you can purchase this and other curiosities of the week. While you're on Etsy, make sure to check out our other wares. Some of my music is there. Wilderness Geist 1 and Wilderness Geist 2 Pandemonium, both my dark ambient things made from sounds that that collected on various paranormal investigations. Pandemonium is made just from the sounds we we recorded that weekend at Pandemonium, the first really intense weekend we went up there. But some of my other music is there as well. Uh, My books are there. If you get them from Etsy, they come signed. I just sign them automatically. You don't even have to ask. Strange Familiars t-shirts, stickers, patches. Allison has many, many antique photographs up there and more check it out. Our shop name is Lost Grave, but if you type in Strange Familiars, you should see our stuff come up. Chad mentioned some stuff he's adding to his Ruck Rabbit Outdoors shop, so make sure to check out that, and check out our friends at Karmic Garden as well. Do you have anything you'd like to add, Allison? Nope. (laughs) You're all out? Yeah, I'm fresh out. Fresh out. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back soon with more Strange Familiars.
Strange Familiars is a production of Dark Holler Arts, music, books, art, podcasts, and more. Intro and background music is by Stone Breath. If you want to hear more or purchase music, you can go to stonebreath.bandcamp.com. You can find Strange Familiars on Facebook, facebook.com slash strangefamiliars, where you can join the Strange Familiars gathering group. You can find us on Instagram at strangefamiliars and always on the web at strangefamiliars.com. Yeah.